98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Newsmakers Week with Bickley and Murata Mornings. Presented by JSX Air. Private perks, commercial prices. The Arizona Cardinals. We are first interview of day four of Newsmakers Week as we wrap things up on this Friday. The owner of the Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, kind enough to join us for uh, two segments this morning. Michael, good morning to you. How are you? Vince, good morning. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Thanks. Um, we'll start with the end of the season, um, uh, You know, another en- disappointing end to the season. And last year, Michael, you were very open about your disappointment about the way the 2020 season uh, wrapped up. A little different this year, a playoff berth, but a disappointing performance. How would you compare what you're feeling this season going into the offseason as opposed to what you were feeling going into the 2020 offseason, if you will? Well, it, this year, certainly, you look at the beginning of the season, starting 7-0, and 10-2, uh, and two, uh, being in a position where everything was going great, and then DeAndre Hopkins, unfortunately, gets injured, and uh, things started to really uh, uh become a little more challenged at that point. But I'm uh, certainly more optimistic about where we're going and the direction we're going, much more optimistic, I should say, and excited about our future. When I take a look at this, Michael, I think me, like many other people, uh, it was a very emotional end to a season that at one point in time seemed incredibly hopeful. Now that you kind of back away from it, yeah, you can kind of take solace in the fact that this football team at one point was 10-2 and two and you were the best team in football. So h- how do you go about building on that, on, on, on extrapolating the good and sort of getting the, the problems out of the way going forward? Dan, I think it's a great question, and when I look at it, it's it's really about you look at the backdrop, and you know there were a couple of challenges. You know, obviously the drop off at the end of the season, our our home record was disappointing. That's something that we need to address in the off season. But the other thing is, is it looks like these COVID clouds are clearing, and when you think about the off seasons, you know the draft choices never have a full off season, as you know. But after that, we never had a full off-season program with Kyler Murray in this offense. It was all interrupted by the COVID rules, so they were not working out in the off-season. So it looks like this year we'll have a full off-season with this offense, and I couldn't be more excited about what that, that is going to yield. Uh, we've got a very tough division. We know it. Uh, we're excited about uh, the off-season. Uh, free agency coming up, we, we've got – a focus. I know Steve's focused on uh, free agency and getting some key free agents resigned, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun off season. I think it's going to be a, a a fun 2022 season as well. Arizona Cardinals owner Michael Bidwell, our guest during Newsmakers Week here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Um, obviously, uh, there's a lot of theories out there on why the season ended the way that it did, and I know behind closed doors, you guys are trying to figure it out as well. You mentioned in your answer, Michael, about the DeAndre Hopkins injury. Certainly the offense looked different. Is that, in your mind, the biggest reason, or do you have another theory on why what happened happened? I think it's a combination of things. Certainly DeAndre's impact on the field and off the field, it, it's huge. And losing him uh, not only from a football X's and O's standpoint, but also from an emotional standpoint was was big. You know, Kyler got injured. He was out for three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think 
he he certainly uh, before the injury uh, he was he was playing at the top of his game and and I think you know he came back and and um, so I think having a, a healthy Kyler Murray is always better than than somebody than Kyler coming off of an injury so I think there were. Um, the, this this team has has got a bright future, and I'm I'm excited about it, especially knowing those guys are coming back 100. percent Now there were reports today that everything is copacetic between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, and and again we in the media uh, we've had to do a lot of guessing based on a lot of of, of silly stuff nonsense is with the way Kyler Murray termed it. Uh, as an owner who's got a very good reputation, as as an owner who's been very player friendly, as an owner that players trust to do the right thing by them, how, how have you approached this? And are you in a really good place now with Kyler Murray? Yes. I spoke to him last night. We've had good conversations, um, you know, nonstop. I'm not a social media guy, so I don't know the nuances of some of this stuff. But I think there was a lot of uh, a lot of interpretation around that that was inconsistent with the conversations that not just I have had, but uh, I know Cliff and Steve have had. And so the positive conversations that are going in the right direction, we know we've got to get better. I mean, you saw that the Kyler put out a statement, um, you know, love me or hate me, I think was his, his terms. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get better. Well, put me in the category of I love him and, and I know he's going to get better. Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings during Newsmakers Week. Uh, elaborating on that, um, I don't think it's fair for anybody to expect Kyler Murray, despite his immense talent and the fact that he was the number one overall pick, to be a finished product at, at this point. Specifically, uh, and it's always a growth process for NFL quarterbacks that reach that elite level, but specifically, where would you like to see improvement from Kyler Murray moving forward? Well, I, th- I think... You know, when you look at it, this off season is going to be, um, you know, really important. He's gotten better every year, and I know with a full off season, he's going to get a lot better this year, and I'm excited about that. When you look at Kyler, how comfortable are you in in the support system around him to to, to get the best out of him over the course of? Uh, 16, 17-game regular season, and then whatever the playoffs might entail. Um, how can that be better improved to help grow him maybe in a cleaner way going forward? Well, we're never going to stop pursuing ideas to get better. But when you look at where we were going into uh, the season, it's 7-0 and and 10-2, and and he was in the MVP conversation, and then we start having injuries. Um, you know, I think we were doing a lot of things right. He was doing a lot of things right. But there's no doubt there are other areas where we, we will, uh, you know, change some things up. And, and uh, you know, looking at the, you know, the home record, we're, we're going to be doing things that with, with every part of our, our operation uh, as, we, as we look to 2022. Cliff Kingsbury as an NFL head coach, three years under his belt. Um, there's been a lot of good. Um, the finishes have been brought up by a lot of people, something that's followed him from the college ranks. But where, Michael, do you think Cliff Kingsbury has made the biggest strides uh, as an NFL head coach during his tenure? Well, I go back to that record, and, and, and I know people f- focus on the finish, but you, we've already talked about the factors that um, contributed to that. And... I look at the college coaches who have made the transition from college to the pros and, you know, the ones that are successful and Cliff is, I feel like, uh, have, have had an adjustment period. He's had uh, a few years to adjust. And I, I feel like 
uh, he's just going to get better and better because he understands the pro rules and the pro game and the pro speed and everything else much better than he did a couple of years ago. I, I like how you brought up the home record a couple of different times because this this is something that a lot of people can't wrap their brain around. It As you've dug down into this issue, uh, what do you think explains it and how are you guys trying to address? Because at one point in time, you know this, Michael, you you, you brought that stadium to Glendale. There was a, um, a real rabid home field advantage and the team responded to it and that hasn't been the case for a couple of seasons now. No, you, you, and you're absolutely right. It's uh, NFL teams have to win at home. And so we're still answering those questions. I'm, sh- I'm sure that we're going to continue to be focused on it and, and uh, studying it as we go into the offseason. And it, it'll be a discussion with our players too because ultimately it's about how we're playing at home. And so uh, it's going to be – I'm excited to get the team back in the building for the, the offseason program and really to get focused on that. And uh, we've brought a lot of leadership. Steve has done, I think, a great job. You know, the signing of J.J. Watt, you know, the trade for Zach Ertz, the trade for DeAndre Hopkins, the trade for uh, Rodney Hudson. We've brought a lot of great leadership, and he's brought a lot of great leadership. And we're going to be leaning on those folks, I'm certain, as we go forward. And um, those are going to be questions that we'll, we'll – We'll be answering in the off season, but we got to get the guys back in the building because they're part of the equation, and we want their input. Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, kind enough to spend two segments with us today yeah. here on uh, Newsmakers Week, Day Four. Michael, we'll just pop you on hold real quick, a quick break, and we'll come back. We'll continue our conversation. We appreciate it. Sure thing. Thanks, Michael Bidwell. Uh, our conversation continues after this here on ninety-eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Newsmakers Week with Bickley and Murata Mornings. Presented by JSX Air. Private perks, commercial prices. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, we continue our conversation with the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, kind enough to join us for two segments during Newsmakers Week 2022. Michael, going back to, to Kyler Murray, Earlier, you, you stated you've had some productive conversations, uh, and, and, and Bick mentioned the reports of uh, everything being okay with copacetic, the copacetic with, with, between player and organization. But we also know that Kyler Murray is uh, eligible for a contract extension at this point, and a lot of fans are wondering about um, you know what what's in the future on that front. Can, can you comment on where you are, maybe in that process? Well, when you look at it, the window is just opened uh, for a contract extension. Certainly, he's part of our long-term plan. These uh, contracts, especially the uh, quarterback contracts, are very complicated. And so, when you look at it, at, you know most of the big ones are done. You know, uh, further down the road, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen were done in the summertime. Uh, others were done in the summertime, mm-hmm. but so we've got we've got time, um, but they're complicated. So you know, and we also have other priorities. You know, free agency starts here in just a couple of weeks, as well as we've got to re- get some guys resigned. And so this the salary cap it, that's all. You know, it's one big pie, and you're you're making room for a big new piece uh, new piece of the pie that's going to replace the rookie contract. And so again, it, the structure of it. The timing of it, it's a complicated process, and, and it's, uh, it, it, it takes some time. And in the meantime, we've got to get some 
key uh, free agents resigned. Are there going to be other free agents out there that um, you'll need to ask Steve about the specifics around what he plans to do? But um, I know we're going to be aggressive, and I know uh, that uh, you know Kyler's a part of our long-term plan. I'm looking at Calais Campbell on TV right now. That wouldn't be a bad option for you there, Michael. All right, let me ask you one last <laughs> Kyler Murray question. Um, I've been very critical of Cliff Kingsbury. I'm not going to run from that. Uh, I also admit that I'm not always right, and you know that to be a fact as well. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray together, how is their bond after what happened at the end of the season? I, I think it's good. You'll need to ask those two about it, but I, I think it's very good. Again, the conversations have continued to – uh, go on and and in the off season or in you know the last few weeks since the season ended it's only been about four or five weeks and uh we're we've got a bright future together and you know all the uh, cliff kyler steve all of us have got to make uh great contributions as we go forward and i know that they've got a great relationship Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, our guest during Newsmakers Week here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, You've referenced free agency getting ready to start up, and it's always a very important process in any offseason for any team. But uh, I'll throw a name out there that a lot of fans have on their minds, and that's Chandler Jones, who had a tremendous uh, beginning to the season, was kind of up and down the rest of the season. Um, you know, a lot of the similarities with what we just went through with Kyler Murray and social media that was talked about earlier with Chandler Jones. Is Chandler Jones part of the future of the Arizona Cardinals? I can tell you, we love Chandler and, and would love to have him back. You know, uh, the devil's in the details. I'll leave that up to Steve and, uh, Chandler's representatives to, to, to work on. Uh, but we love Chandler, what, what he's done for us in the past and, and hopefully in the future as well. I know you take a lot of pride in in making Arizona and Glendale part of the Super Bowl rotation, as you should. That's not an easy thing to accomplish. Uh, I'm sure you also know you can be the third consecutive team to win a Super Bowl (laughs) in your own building. Uh, Tell us about this year's Super Bowl and and how you're framing that. Well, it's it's a great honor to have it back for a third time at State Farm Stadium and a fourth time here in Arizona. It's going to give us another opportunity to showcase our great state and our great community to the world. Uh, and it does not go unnoticed to me that uh, the two prior uh, sites, uh, the local team won the, the Super Bowl. And certainly I've emphasized that uh, in my conversations with everyone. And uh, it would be great to be able to hoist the Lombardi trophy for the first time in front of our hometown. And uh, so it's going to be a great Jay Perry and her team with the Super Bowl host committee are doing a fantastic job getting ready for it. And uh, they started during the, the, the pandemic. So it's not been the easiest thing to plan. Uh, but now that it looks like those clouds of the pandemic are clearing a little bit, um, you know, she's off and running. And, and I couldn't be more excited about what this game is going to do for Arizona. Last time around, it was a $720 million economic impact for the Valley. And State Farm Stadium has certainly been an economic engine. We've put uh, $150 million worth of investments into State Farm Stadium and and, uh, our properties around it. And as you know, we're developing right now the BetMGM Sportsbook out on the Great Lawn. We've developed a fan pavilion out there. I think those are going to be key pieces 
as well as some of the other upgrades that we've done to State Farm Stadium. We know when the Super Bowl is at State Farm Stadium, obviously the community rallies around it. That The host committee does a great job. It's a great event. The games themselves have been fantastic, at both both Super Bowls at State Farm Stadium. My question, though, Michael, is with, with new stadiums in Las Vegas, and we just saw a, a Super Bowl held in Los Angeles, how much more difficult does it uh, become for Arizona to lure the Super Bowl, or do you think that rotation just becomes too deeper now, and, and instead of every eight years, you're looking at an every 10-year Super Bowl in Arizona? You know, I guess time will tell. It's going to be more competitive for sure, uh, but they, the NFL's modified its process about how these games are um, uh, decided, and I'm excited about you know, the one we've got coming up and the best thing I tell everybody this, the best thing we can do to win another Super Bowl is do a really good job on the Super Bowl we've got in front of us. And uh, I know Jay and her team will do a great job of that. And right. Dave Rousseau, who is who's chairing it. And I should mention uh, somebody whose name is familiar with your audience. Larry Fitzgerald is the executive yes. chairman of the Super Bowl host committee and has added a degree of excitement and uh, excellence to the to the team at the host committee and and uh, David Rousseau uh, agreeing to chair this for a second time around is just a, a huge lift. He's uh, the president of the board of directors of Salt River Project and he does so much for the community and uh, he's a great partner on this and I'm I'm excited. All right, now that you bring up Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> I've got to ask you because there's a lot of fans who who desperately want to cheer for him one last time, who want to honor him one last time. Can you share anything with us about what might be in the future in terms of Ring of the Ring of Honor, anything regarding Larry Fitzgerald? There's no question that he's 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 going into our Ring of Honor. There's no question that he's um, going to be a first ballot Pro Football Hall of Famer. And, uh, and there's no question that he's going to continue to be uh, a great Arizona leader beacon of light and uh community champion and i'm i'm so grateful that he's helping out with the super bowl and he's done such a wonderful job and we all know larry did such a great job on the field in the locker room and and off the field as a as a cardinal but it's it's great to see him uh, a part of the community and and staying here and and uh, being a part of uh the great things that we're going to do in the future all right, here, here's the other thing from my per, uh, perception that fans really want. They really would like to see you bust out some new uniforms. So I'm curious your <laughs> thoughts on a redesign, or, or is it something where, because I know that, 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 that you've, you've done a great job at honoring your late father, and it, is this a concession to uh, my dad loved tradition, so I don't want to mess with that, or is this something that you are going to be looking at in the near future? You know, we look at all these things, and as you probably know, these, these things, there's a timeline for them, and it takes time. And so um, it's something that among the array of things that we look at around the team, it's, it's on the radar screen. So appreciate the question. <laughs> Just a... You know, to your point, we're also we're going we're gonna to honor tradition and it, right. it, at the same time. So, I'm, uh, I, I, again, I it, it, it's a uh, it's part of the array of things that we look at, and it's it's on the radar screen, okay. but not necessarily in in progress. It's on the radar screen. And <laughs> these things take time, guys. My, Michael, I'm a little floored. I'm just proud of my partner for asking the uniform question. The normally, it's, uniform normally question? it's me yeah, asking yeah. that question, right? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thanks so much for uh, carving out some yeah, time for us, answering questions it, that the fans had on the uh, on their minds. We really appreciate it. 
Sure. Sure thing. Hey, guys, one one last thing. Everybody at the Cardinals in the National Football League, and that's my dog, uh, uh, sort of moaning at me saying, hey, I want a pet. And uh, <laughs> so she's is, but but I want to just say, hey, our, our, our thoughts and prayers are out to the people of Ukraine and um, and what's going on over there. It, it's awful to see what's going on. The second thing is I, I want to hats off. Uh, to, um, you know, the Diamondbacks tomorrow. They're going to be doing a field dedication in memory of Mike Kennedy. And Mike Kennedy was a former chairman of the Super Bowl host committee. He was an advisor to so many and a friend to so many and such a great leader here in Arizona, great lawyer, one of the best lawyers in Arizona, one of the best people in Arizona, and a a personal friend uh, who a year ago lost his battle to cancer. And to his wife, Dawn, and his whole family, I just want to say thank you again for, uh, uh, you know, uh, allowing Mike to be a part of the community and, and, um, and doing all the great things. He, for me, was, was a lawyer for the team as well, and he could always sift through the most complicated issues and find the North Star of what was the right thing to do. And I miss him so much as a friend. And and also as a um, as an advisor and lawyer to us, because there's so many times over the last year since not having having him that uh, I thought about, boy, this is the time I'd be calling Mike right yeah. now. But we miss him and hats off to the Diamondbacks for honoring him in such a special way. That's well, a great tribute. I did not know the Diamondbacks are doing that. And, and I echo everything you said about Mike. What a what a treasure of a man he was and what a great ambassador for the state of Arizona. No question. Michael, thanks for sharing that, and uh, thanks for sharing your time with us. We really appreciate it. Sure thing.